Chapter 15 of the Singing Mouse Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Philip Griffiths. The Singing Mouse Stories by Emerson Hoff. Chapter 15 The Passing of Men. One night the moon was shining brightly upon the curtain, which had been drawn tight across the window. Within the room the light was dim, so that there could be seen clearly the pictures which the moon was drawing on the curtain, figures which marched, advanced, receded. One might almost have thought these the shadows of some moving bows, had one not known the ways the moon has at certain times. It chanced that high up in the curtain there was a tiny hole, and through this opening the moonlight streamed, falling upon the table in a small silvery ellipse of a size which one might cover ten times with one's hand. It was natural that in this little well of pale and dreamlike radiance the singing mouse should find it fit to manifest itself. I knew not when it came, but as I looked the spot had found a tenant. The small transparent paws of the singing mouse displayed no shadow as they waved and swung across this pencil of the pale mysterious light. Yet its eyes shone opaline and brilliant as it sat, so that I could hardly gaze without a shiver of surprise akin to fear, fascinated as though I looked upon a thing unreal. Thus surrounded, almost, one might say, thus penetrated, by the translucent shaft of radiance which came through the window, the singing mouse told me of the figures on the curtain, which now began to have more distinct semblances. "'Do you see the figures there?' said the singing mouse. "'Do you see the marching men? Have you never heard the hoofs ring on the roof when the wind blows high? Have you not seen their ranks sweep swift across the sky when storms arise?' Have you never seen them marching through the long aisles of the wood at night? These are the warriors of the past. Now earth has always loved the warriors. I looked, and indeed it was the truth. There was a panorama on the curtain. History had unrolled her scroll. The warriors of the nations and the times were passing. I saw the men of Babylon, and those who came out of Egypt. Dark were these of hair and visage and their arms were the ancient bow and spear. And there were those who rode light and cast back their rapid archery. These faded, and in their stead marched men close-knit in solid phalanx, with long spears offering impenetrable front. In turn these passed away, and there came men with haughty brow who bore short spears and swords. Nearby these were wild, huge men of yellow hair, whose shields were leather, and whose swords were broad and long. And as I gazed at all of these, my blood thrilling strangely at the sight, the figures blended and formed into a splendid procession of a martial day gone by. I saw them, a long stream of mounted men, who rode in helmet and cuirass, and bore each aloft a long-beamed spear. In front rode one whose mien was high and stern, and who might well have been commander. High aloft he tossed his great sword as he rode, and sang the time a song of war, 
and as he sang the thousands of deep throats behind him made chorus terrible but stirring in its chesty melody for ictus to the song each warrior smiting sword on shield in a mighty unison whose high sonorous note thrilled like the voice of actual war steady the strong eyes gleamed out and onward as they rode from the steel-clad breast of each there shone forward a glancing ray of light as though it came direct from the heart untamed even by a thousand years of death my heart leaped to see them ride so straight and stern and fearless so goodly so glorious to look upon came the rattle of chain the clang of arms the jangle of belt and spur and still the brave procession passed in tens in hundreds in thousands in a long wave of stately men whose eyes shone each in all the bold delight of war stooped front hooked hand and avaricious eye these were as absent as the glow of gold or silver it was the glorious age of steel still on they passed always arising the hoarse swell of the fighters chorus i heard the rumble of the many hoofs thrilling even the impassive earth the spear points shone the harness rattled the pennants fluttered stiffly in the breeze and then afar i heard a sweet compelling melody the invitation of the bugle that dearest mistress of the heart of man my blood leaped i started up i started forward the sweep of the ranks drew me on and in irresistibly i would have raised my voice i sought to stay if for but one instant this army of brave men this panorama of exalted war this incomparable pageant of a day gone by it was the singing mouse that checked me for i heard it sigh alas and yet again the scene was changed across the view streamed yet a long line of warriors the hair of these did not float yellow from beneath loosened cask nor indeed did these know aught of armour nor did they march with banners beckoning nor to the wooing of the trumpet's voice the skins of these were red and their hair was raven black arms they had and horses though rude the one and ill caparisoned the other leather and wood and flint and sinew served them for material ill-armed they were but as they rode with naked breasts and painted faces and tall feathers nodded in their plaited hair out of the eye of each there shone the soul of the fighting man the warrior beloved since ever the earth began not less than the men of babylon were these nor than they of the ancient bow and spear nor than they of the steel-clad breast and as i saw them naked clad only in the armour of a man's fearlessness the word of commendation was as ready as that of pity they are late singing mouse said i late in the day of war yes said the singing mouse with sadness they are late and they must pass away but they are warriors of proof as much as any of those who have passed did you not see the melancholy of each face as it looked forward their fate was known yet they rode forward to meet it fearlessly as brave as any fighting men of all the years in time they too shall have their story and with the other warriors of the earth shall march again upon the page of history as i looked the figures of these men grew dimmer the tinkling of beaded garments and the shuffling of the ponies hoofs became less and less distinct 
and the dust-cloud of their travelling became fainter and fainter, and finally faded and melted away. The curtain was bare. I heard the sighing of the wind. End of chapter 15